Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Play podcast. This is a reflection on every video game ever. My name's Matthew. And I'm Ben. And today, Ben, we officially become a podcast. Here we got two. We have two episodes. Ben, you have to have two episodes of your oh, podcast. Two, two, okay. Previously, we were just an audio special on the Outer Wilds. Now we're, now we're, uh, now we're actually an actual thing. game podcast. Yeah, we're actually a thing. And so today, we're doing one of probably the most influential games mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. It probably is the reason Microsoft and Xbox still exist today. That's right. It's Farming Simulator. Yeah, Farming Simulator <laughs> 2001. Um, no, we're doing Halo Combat Evolved, which you would already know because you would have read the title mm-hmm. of this this yeah. episode. So that was, it didn't work. Oh, they might have been tricked. Yeah. April Fools. They could have been fooled by it. Um, yeah, so we're doing Halo. Um, I guess if you haven't listened to the first episode, this is the format. It's going to be... We'll do a little bit of a talk, spoiler-free, about what we thought about the game. Then we'll jump into a bit of the history, how did it uh, have the development cycle, how did it come to be, and then we'll come back with full spoilers and run through the story. If you haven't played Halo at this stage, though, it's really your fault. I mean, Halo's fantastic. Yeah, I mean... I don't I don't even know if we... Should we do a spoiler-free? It's Halo. It's been out for... Yeah, we got to stick to the formula. Yeah, you know, you it's can't, been 18 years. You gotta, you gotta, it's been out for 19 yeah, years, but you got to promise yeah. people as a set format every time, yeah, I okay? Suppose, yeah. So, I mean... breaking the cycle, yeah. I, I finished this game for the first time for this podcast, 19 years after it came out. And I was I had not been spoiled on the ending, so <laughs> I didn't know what was going to happen. I had no idea what happened right. in this game. So, 
you know, maybe there are people out there like me that also don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, we've got, got to cater for those people. Please. Um, okay, so, yeah, we're, we're getting into the... Okay, well, I guess the first thing we'll do is a bit of the personal history. So, what's your what's your history with Halo Combat Evolved or Ooh. with Halo in general? Halo in general was probably a better place to start. Um, bought my Xbox 360, came in a bundle with Gears of War 2 and Halo Reach. Uh, that's my that's my introduction to Halo. Halo Reach was my first Halo game. Halo Reach is fantastic. We're not talking about that, but I will probably touch on it quite a bit. <laughs> Halo Reach is great. Um, and it yeah, that would have been early. Oh God, how long ago would that have been? Years uh, now, six, seven, seven. Yeah, I'm thinking eight. eight. I don't know. Eight, something like that. That's fair. A lot of, a couple of years ago now, Halo Reach, and then I bought because they remastered Combat Evolved on the 360, and I was like, sweet. This will be my end to Halo. Bought it. Next day, they said, hey, we're making the Master Chief Collection. So I traded it in. And yeah, the Master Chief Collection was my first proper end of the series, I guess. Yeah. I think it was 10 years ago. That's my new number because 2010, I'm thinking. Uh, I saw it was released 2010. So whether that bundle was out in 2010, but around that time, mm, I'm thinking. Mm. So 10 years ago. I also got my first Xbox <laughs> with the same Gears of War 2 yeah, and Halo Reach bundle. It's a good, it was a good bundle, actually. Yeah. Um, I think around that time or maybe beforehand, I played Combat Evolved on PC, like the first three missions, and then I gave up. Um, not because I didn't like it, just because I don't like playing on PC. Yeah, and yeah. I had limited PC access. They go software audience. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we're not really PC people, but you know, these games are still on. They're on PC, so we have you know, yeah, yep. we're catering to you a bit. We're here. Yeah, <laughs> we acknowledge that the game was on PC. Um, yeah, so I've played the first three missions. I've played. A lot. I played the silent cartographer probably six times oh, or more because beautiful. it was like a demo or something. And apart from that, I mean, I played a lot of multiplayer, Halo multiplayer, but like, especially at school when, you know, I was supposed to be doing schoolwork, there was, um, <laughs> the computer lab was the perfect place to have a, uh, LAN party with yeah, yeah. a multiplayer. So I really, yeah, I've got a good bit of history with the multiplayer, but not really much with the actual. Uh, campaign itself. So this was my first time completing the campaign. It was mm-hmm. my first time completing any mission after the first four. Yeah. So there you go. Um, all right. Well, what do you? What are your overall thoughts? Hell is fantastic. Uh, the series as a whole is great. The first one is it's revolutionary. Um, it and like the first Doom are really like pioneers of the first person shooter genre. It's fun. It's I mean, because we, we played a bit together, like, a couple of days ago. Mm. Some of the missions are repetitive as hell. They just back up on each other. But it's, you know, for... This is a 2001 game. Like, for what it was at the time, it's fantastic. Now, you know, with Halo 2 through to bloody 5 and everything in between, you can see how the franchise has evolved. And But this was really the starting point. This is, you know... Everything's branched off from here. It's inspired tons and tons of games, and it's a fan- it's just a fun game. Everything about it is fun. Yeah, well, I, to follow up on that, I mean, I played it through, and I, I like I started this by saying it was probably one of the most influential games ever mm. made. It mm. basically created Xbox, but 
Um, I wasn't that impressed when I first finished it. I was like, oh, yeah, this was a thing. And then I was like, wait a second, this came out in 2001. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, if I played this in 2001, yeah. I would have been like, oh, my God, uh-huh. what is this? Yeah. To, to put that in a little bit of perspective, the first Call of Duty didn't come out until 2003. Really? The first oh. one. And the first one was crap, like, yeah. like compared yeah. to now. I mean, even compared to... Well. I, for me, I mean, not that I've played any of the super early Call of Duties, but, like, I've seen a little bit of... COD 2 gameplay and it's like for me COD didn't really become good until like World at War which was like 4 no Modern Warfare Modern Warfare was 4 what was World War 3 5 3 Modern Warfare was World at War is 5 oh well then Modern Warfare was good but like not that I've actually played that either but I've played Modern Warfare 2 I haven't played Modern Warfare 1 what no I know yeah yeah hey Uh, stay tuned for Modern Warfare 1 Modern Warfare 1 (laughs) campaign as um another one um yeah so once I realized it came out in 2001, or I at least thought about it, I was like, you know, yeah, this this is good for the time. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, I think if I had played it then, I would have been way more high on it now. Mm. But having not played it, not having that nostalgia factor as much, I I thought it was okay when playing it, playing through it today. It was still... The story's still decent. The gameplay definitely stands up. Like, yeah, yeah. That's the key, I think, the Halo gameplay. Um, but yeah, I think... It's it's still good today. That's really my overall thoughts of it. And yeah, yeah uh, it holds up graphically. Oh no, oh bad. Yeah, bad, graphically, bad. it's not very good. I mean, it's, <laughs> they don't know what lighting is. No, um, it... They haven't really got textures. They've just got colors. Like mm-hmm. it's like this is a rock, so it's just yeah, gray. He's gray rock. He's gray. Um, but the the remaster looks really really good, yeah. and that was the 2011 remaster too. Like not for the for the Master yes. Chief Collection. That was the anniversary, ten year anniversary remaster that yeah. they just put on Master Chief Collection. So it looked pretty good in the remaster. I played most of it on the old graphics just to, you know, get a feel of that 2001 times. But can't do it. Can't can't put myself through it. I mean, that's how I remember. Like especially the enemies. That's how I remember like oh, the grunts and so the elites ugly. as the. So the ugly. They get so much better. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I think. In terms of if we're not going to do any spoilers right now, which we're not. Mm-hmm. Um. The. The gameplay is where we have to focus in on. So it's like, I think. Should we give a synopsis of what? For anyone yeah, what who is doesn't it? know what if you don't know what Halo is, is I mean, <laughs> why are you listening? Yeah. But also, yeah, it's basically you're like. A super soldier type deal. You're the only guy that has armor, proper armor in your army, basically. Mm, yeah, Most of them just wear fatigues. Yeah. Yeah. Even though chronologically, he's part of, he's part there of was plenty of people in armor before. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're called Master Chief, even though you're not really the chief of anything. Uh, you're the master of you're everything, just, though. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But you're just a um, you're just a regular dude. Like you're not in charge. Oh, I mean, you become in charge because everyone else is dead. But yeah. Yeah, you're not actually the chief of anything, but you know that was, cool, it was a man. cool name. Cool yeah. Man. Um. And so in this one, you sort of you're fleeing the Covenant, which is like some alien dudes. Mm-hmm. Not really anything to say about them. There, aliens alien. of different shapes yeah. and sizes. Yeah. They shoot at you with the plasma guns. Um. Yeah. You sort of crash land on this ring planet that's just it's, a ma- Halo. it's, it's a Halo. <laughs> it's, it's called Halo. It's just a massive <laughs> ring, which it looks like a Halo, obviously. Um. Yeah. You crash there and you sort of have to discover what's going on there and why the covenant are there and mm-hmm. you know save humanity to a point save sort the, of save the universe save everything yeah. yeah so 
Yeah, it's um, that's basically the synopsis, I guess. And it's not. No, it gets much more complicated, like later in yeah. the series. But Halo One is just shoot gun at alien, save universe. Yeah, it's like. pretty. It's pretty simple in the story. There is a bit of filler in there, but um, mm. yeah, I think in terms of the gameplay, it's like it's not traditional. What we well, it's not now traditional gameplay, but mm. it's. It would be in the past. I guess back then when it came out, it sort of was because like Doom was very much you didn't really aim your gun; it was no, just in the middle of the screen. Yeah, point and click. Everything here is pretty much um, like shooting from the hip, hip fire, or yes, you know, you can yeah. technically it's not even called aiming when you aim; it's just called zoom. Yeah. So it's like because people didn't know how to like aim your gun. It's back definitely then. like bare bones shooting. I mean, you can see that this is the start of like where shooting will eventually evolve into it's just point shoot up down left right nothing's fancy you know yeah so yeah but i think one of the beauties of the game is that every gun has a purpose oh, like they all feel different. they're all yeah. so different and they all have a, like a reason to be around they like a reason why you might want to pick them i guess or use them yeah yeah like yeah, you've got sort of these plasma guns that I think do they do more damage plasma to shields? Plasma guns eviscerate shields. Yeah, they yes. do way more damage to shields. Yeah, you've got your generic assault rifle, which is just heavy damage, like heavy weight of fire. Uh, you know, your pistols is you know strong, sh- strong shots. Oh. Probably the strongest. The um, that pistol is the best. Yeah, one of the best video game guns. I love the Magnum. The sniper rifle is a laser because because you can't aim. They're like, it's well... Just, it's just hit scan. Well, we're going to make... Yeah, it's literally yeah. just immediately shoot whatever you're yeah. pointing at. Yeah. It's got the tiniest reticle ever because they're like, well, you can't aim. So, mm. well, you can technically aim with a sniper rifle, but, but yeah, you, you yeah, can hit fire with pinpoint accuracy if you yes. wanted. Yes, Um Yeah, like the needler has this cool thing where if you hit multiple shots, it starts to like sh- create shards that explode. Yep. It's sort of... Yeah, there's a... There's a good variety of weapons and there's a reason for them all to exist. Yeah. Um, everything... It, there's nothing that feels samey. Like, they're all unique. Everything feels different and your play the way you play will change depending on, you know, they they call it the noob combo or whatever, which is the plasma pistol and then the, the magnum. So you fully charge it, take off a shield, and then just pop them in the head. Mm. Easy. Um you can run around like that. You, any gun is viable. There's no guns that aren't viable. Yeah, and even in, like, multiplayer. I mean, I guess we'll talk a bit about multiplayer in the spoiler-free bit because... Yeah, yeah. You know, it is part of the game, and there's no spoilers in multiplayer. But I always felt like there was... The multiplayer had... Despite being quite an arcade game, the multiplayer had some sort of innate balance to it. Like, mm. you know, you can... You can, you know, snipe people with the sniper rifle, but you have to hit them in the head. Yes. To get a one-shot kill. You sort of... the There's vehicles. There's enough vehicles that you feel like you're powerful, and but everyone sort of has enough vehicles. Mm. But you can also just... Most vehicles just shoot people out of them, so you don't actually have to destroy a whole vehicle. You can just shoot them out of the pilot seat. There's nothing you'd really consider, like, OP or anything. Um, No. For what it is, it's, yeah, fantastically balanced. Mm. Um... And fun. God, it is fun. Yeah, well, as I said, the LAN parties of, uh, in yeah. the computer rooms and things that we've, I've had at school. Uh, yeah, it was just, yeah, good memories of like, uh, I can't remember too many of the maps, but I remember Blood Gulch. Oh, Blood Gulch. Which Ooh. is, yeah, uh, basically the Halo map. Mm-hmm. That's like the Halo map. Yeah. And it is just a box canyon with two, uh, little bases at the end. So that's need. all you really need, yeah. yeah. And, cause it gives you a bit of freedom for your vehicles. And the other one I remember, 
is I think it was called Sidewinder, which is I think an ice one that's shaped like an arc. And there's again two bases at the end, but it's yeah, sort of icy. Yeah. And yeah, those are the two that I remember. But it's like the maps are just simple. They have like a few little hiding spots and stuff, but like you know, just in Team Slayer or something like that, it's very or Capture the Flags a good one. Infection. It's, yeah. Is Infection in first one. I don't know if it's in the first one. I've not played any multiplayer. We played a lot of Latin Reach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, but it's, it's got a sort of, yeah, like I said, a weird, somehow it sort of feels, always feels fair. You never feel like someone's being cheap. No. Um, and it holds up. It really yeah. holds up. Yeah, you could play, you can play that multiplayer now, which you can on the Master Chief collection, mm. and it still feels good. Good, yeah. Um, Okay, do you have any more thoughts? I think I've said my piece. I yeah. Think, yeah. Okay, well, we'll move on now to the um, to the history section in a minute, so we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with history. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the Past Play Gaming Podcast. We wanted to take this time to quickly give you some information about uh, where you can find us and uh, our Patreon page. Ben, you've got the info on that. So on our Patreon page, we have two different tiers right now. We've got our $1 tier and our $5 tier. $1 backers will get to vote to determine what games we cover. $5 backers will get to determine the shortlist for this vote and also see every episode of the Past Play Gaming Podcast one week before everyone else. Yeah, and that's at patreon.com forward slash Gaming. Yeah. So what you're telling me is that if you're the very first $5 backer, you basically can just tell us what game to review straight up. That's a that's a really good point. Yeah. So you have the, all the power. Give us five bucks. If you're the only one there, for five bucks, you can just do whatever you want. You want us to review Fortnite? That's what we're doing. We'll try. Give us five bucks. <laughs> okay. So also... We have a YouTube. The YouTube link is a very random complication string of characters, but it will be in the description of uh, this and every other episode. I'm think I'm trying to do some stuff semi-regularly over there. So at time of recording, there's nothing up there apart from the trailer. All the podcast episodes will get fed onto there. And so I'm sort of semi-regularly looking to post some stuff up there. So if you want some different sort of uh, maybe newer content on some of the new, new games that come out and maybe some extra analysis from the podcast... Uh, just check that out over there. And you can follow us everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Gaming or slash Gaming, whatever they have. And with that, we'll let you get back to the episode. So we'll see you then. See ya. Play podcast. We are talking Halo Combat Evolved today, and we are ready for the history mm-hmm. section. So, uh, Halo Combat Evolved was originally developed by Bungie Game Studios. I mean, since then the the remaster was done by 
343 yeah. Industries, Industries. Um, which basically took over when Bungie left Microsoft yes. and split off on its own to do bigger and better things like make Destiny, yes. Oh, we, we can't talk about Destiny. I know, I know, but I know you want to. I really do. <laughs> um, so basically, what um, it began back in 1997. The game didn't obviously release until 2001, but... Uh, a few Bungie devs were sort of playing around in the engine of the game they were playing, they were making at the time, which was called Myth 2 Soul Blighter. Have you heard of Myth I 2? Have. I haven't heard of it. I hadn't heard of that before, um, before today. Um, but they were messing around in that engine, which is sort of like a, um, it's an RTS, like real time mm. strategy game, but it's like a, it's in like Viking type area or like sort of, yeah, some sort of, not ancient, but like, yeah bit old-timey, villagey type area. Um, yeah, so they were making that game and they sort of were using the engine to try and do some 3D stuff and so they were trying to make a spacey type game and they originally intended Halo to be an RTS or real t- uh, as well. So they were sort of just on these maps and you'd order your people around, you know, as you do in... We eventually got that. Real-time Halo, Halo Wars. Yeah, Halo Wars. Yeah. Ba- they were basically making yeah. Halo Wars. <laughs> um, and then eventually they decided, you know, this was... That it would be better to sort of and more um, immersive to, to put it in that third person's perspective. They were sort of they moved the camera down to sort of follow some of these units around. They thought, well, wouldn't it be better if you could actually do this, yeah, like rather than yeah. just tell them where to go? Um, so yeah, uh, it started there, and actually, so and it was eventually it was they pitched it to Steve Jobs, as I've I hear, and he was ready to release it for uh, Mac and PC and all mm-hmm. these Microsoft-y... As a micro... As a, no, not as a Microsoft thing. Sorry, as an Apple thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's Apple, obviously. Um, as an Apple thing. And that was back in 2000. I didn't even have a title at that point. And I've got a few of the proposed uh, titles. So, I'm, <laughs> I'm interested these. to see yeah, what you I think. So, I'll go from, like, least crazy to most crazy. Okay. So, we've got Star Maker... Yeah, fair. Okay. There, yeah. Star, uh, Star Shield. Well, yeah. Um, hard Vacuum. I can... Yeah, more like a cleaning product than anything. I'm not sure if that's really... That's a bit of an oxymoron, isn't it? A hard vacuum? Like, well, or, I'd call space a hard vacuum. Well, it's a vacuum, but why is it hard? Because you, once you're there, you, you're stuck. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's difficult. I guess it's difficult. Um, Solipsis, I don't even know what that means, really. Yeah, that's it's a cool just, name. It's though. a cool name, yeah. yeah. I might steal it. The Crystal Palace. That's a fantasy thing. It's also uh, the name of a football team, so there already taken. Right. Um, and this one was my favourite one. The Santa Machine. Can we, can we pause the podcast? <laughs> Why? Is there any reason... I, not that I saw. I mean, this, okay. was, this was Wikipedia information. The Santa but, um, Machine. Okay. The Santa Machine. I'm not sure where they got that from. Sure. Right. And they also... So they also... They hired someone to come up with a name. And the name they came up with... Now, this was a good This was a good name. The name they came up with was Covenant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not sure if they already had the Covenant. I'm assuming that was why they named the Covenant the Covenant. Not that they... Because... I, I would I would ask for my money yeah. back if they if, yeah. if if you ask them if you pay them to name yeah. it and they named it something that was already in the game. Yeah. <laughs> now why don't you call it uh, Master Chief? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, oh, that was the other thing. Master Chief was a name for a while. Originally, he was just called the Cyborg. That's a sick name. Yeah, that's sick. 
Maybe some uh, copyright issues with DC, but... Oh, no. He has the... <laughs> He's the cyborg. Yeah, they're, they're just cyborg. Um, but then I think it was like one of the, the art people on the game or something just pitched Halo and eventually it, it, got it caught on. It. Yeah. yeah. Well, he did better than the... Well, he didn't do better. I mean, the Covenant wasn't bad, but... He, Halo, you know, he walked into the room, so, uh, yeah, it looks like a Halo. It looks like Halo. Yeah, you got it. You got it. <laughs> um, so originally, they when they were playing the release, they had a few... They had lofty expectations. They had lofty goals. So mm-hmm. they they promised it was going to be an open world, which it was not. Not yet. No, not yet. Halo Infinite coming is late twenty twenty. Is this meant to be? Is this going to be open world? Maybe. So so they promised it in two thousand. In two thousand. Look, these things. And they still time. didn't these get there time, until twenty twenty. Not like not even Halo, uh, whatever five or whatever the last no, one was. They, they, they still were like, no, 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 we don't need an open you world. Gotta, you got to give these things time. They said there would be persistent environment detail, which I think is like, which from what I read means like, uh, if you shoot your gun, the shell casings will stay on the ground, and if you come back, they'll still be there. That that would didn't, be hard. Didn't notice that. No, well, it wasn't in the game. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they they didn't do that. <laughs> um, and I assume it would mean like structural damage and stuff would stay. Mm. I mean, that fits more with the open world theme because obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. you need one for the other. If you're going to blow up a building, the building yeah, should stay Yeah, it should stay destroyed yeah. when you come back. Um, and the last one was variable weather. So like, yeah, dif- different weather cycles throughout the game. Well, they also didn't nope. get that. This is a list of things they didn't have. Yeah, so. I was going to say, yeah, they haven't taken <laughs> any of saying. these boxes. This is a list of promises they Steve, didn't Steve make. Job should have turned them away. <laughs> yeah. This is a list of things that they didn't put in the game. So what actually changed? This was still a third person game at this point. Mm. And what actually changed was, remember Myth 2 Soul Blighter that I've never heard of? So, apparently, uh, with Myth 2 Soul Blighter, if you installed the game to your hard drive's root directory, which that's too old a term for me to understand fully, I generally get it. But if you did that, and then you uninstalled it, it would also uninstall most of your computer. Interesting. So, someone did this and were like, well, this didn't work. I've just uninstalled most of my computer. So, they decided, they had a bit of a meeting and they said, mm, well, installing it to the root directory, that's a bit weird. We could just let it out, release it, and then patch it later. And probably no one will actually put do that. But they decided that they would tell everyone that they messed up. So, they recalled the 200,000 copies that oh had already God. been printed. They, uh, obviously they had to cancel all their, like, they had to pay fees because they mm. didn't meet their release date with all these people that they were retailing with. Yeah. So, in total, that cost them $800,000. And that was what actually... It turned out to be a blessing in disguise, guys, because they were so poor that they had to get acquired by Take-Two first. Oh, really? Okay. Which, if you don't know about Take-Two, which you probably should, they own Rockstar mm. and um, 2K. Yeah. So, two of the biggest studios going. Um, so, they... they they got acquired by Take Two, and then eventually they pitched to Microsoft to buy them. And what happened was Microsoft bought Bungie itself and the rights to Halo, mm-hmm. what which hadn't been released yet, so you know it was a bit of a risk. And Take Two got to keep all their other licenses, which was Myth and um, something called Oni Marathon. Yeah, everything else basically they kept. So. Xbox, who would you know, they were Microsoft, who were just starting Xbox, mm. and they were looking for launch games. They basically decided to make Halo into their launch title, their biggest pillar. Bloody decision, and it worked. Yeah, well, yeah, God damn. So, um, 
and they were who decided it should be first person. So then they had to sort of, well, they had an idea and they had to turn it into a full game in mm. sort of the next year-ish with, because it was June, June 2000 they were purchased by Microsoft. So yeah, oh, in the next, in the next year-ish they had to sort of make the game properly fit together. Um, and that was, I think, so they, that was sort of what inspired a lot of the open vistas and things and areas mm. and stuff. And then that was then led to mission design. Um, so despite oh, I've got to go back to Myth Myth Two for a second. Okay, so yeah, sure. So even though this game wiped your hard drive when mm-hmm. you uninstalled it, PC Master. I mean, the idea is just don't uninstall it. See, that was the plan all along. <laughs> Keep this game. Never get um, rid of it. The game was actually really good. Apparently, it got eighty eight on Metacritic. So it's not bad. it was still good. So once they fixed it, they were fine. But uh, so that was all uh, Take Two's money now. But yeah, so it ended up all right. But in the end, the this bug could have been the reason we got the Halo that we got. Good. Yeah. Um, so, they... I said before that they basically... Halo basically created Xbox. Yeah. And there were... I looked at all the, all the Xbox exclusives in the Xbox generation, and there were not many good ones. What I else mean, we got? So, obviously, Halo 2 was yeah. the biggest seller. There was... Two other launch titles that are exclusive, and I've heard of one mm. and not the other. I have not heard of Project Gotham Racing. I've heard of it, but... It doesn't have anything to do with Batman, does no, it? I didn't I think, think so. so. No. But the thing about that is num- is that it's it's a driving game, obviously, and driving games have a limited audience. audience. Yeah. And the other one, which also has a limited audience, was Dead, Dead or Alive 3, which is a fighting it's game. An interesting audience. That yeah. was That was the next biggest. So... Really, without Halo, they was Microsoft are struggling for mainstream appeal for the Xbox. Yeah. Um, there was, ba- I mean, Forza. The first Forza didn't come out until two thousand and five, oh, and that was wow. when that was the same year that the Xbox three hundred and sixty came out. Forza was an Xbox title, but it was yeah Xbox three hundred and sixty by the time basically by the end of that year. When was so, PS one? Uh, I don't think it was in Xbox generation. I believe it was in Xbox three hundred and sixty. Yeah, I looked at, when I looked at the list. Yeah. yeah, so, and I mean, so this was uh, in two thousand one. We hadn't seen a console from an American uh, company since the Atari Jaguar in nineteen ninety six. So they were taking a bit of a risk, you know, in launching the Xbox, and without Halo, they were in a bit of trouble, I would say. But luckily, they had Halo, yeah. and they basically change first person shooters with it Halo carried Xbox hard carried Xbox to like, Halo carries well. Xbox to this day yeah, yeah. I mean oh, yeah. there Halo are, is still ha- Xbox is still yeah like, it is their number franchise. one yeah um, yeah I think I saw 4.6 billion in Halo like everything Halo like the the movie or whatever all this stuff like the that movie. they made there was a Halo movie on Netflix I believe Oh, all this stuff. It's not, yeah, it's like, not a movie. But movie. every, yeah, no, I mean, I everything mean, that was yeah. associated with the franchise, yeah. um, yeah, 4.6 billion in revenue they made. That's, that's pretty good. From everything Halo related. That's about two Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, because I mean, I looked at the, um, they were like, oh my God, Halo sold one, uh, like, 20, uh, how much was it? Something like 8 million or something, units or something. Mm. And then, like, it didn't even make the top 50 of all time because all the current games make that. Yeah. But this is when, like, gaming wasn't as big, I guess. Yeah. No. And also it was a, um, obviously a one console. 
release. You yeah. know, all the biggest yeah. games are multi multi platform. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the other one that I, the other thing I saw that Halo is basically credited for is the rise of Machinima. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Red versus Red Blue, Blue. Yeah. Which is an amazing uh, I love Red series. Blue. Yeah. Um, that was basically all created in the Halo. That was created in the Halo engine. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty much one of the first sort of uses of the game engines to that, make. Uh, Red versus Blue was uh, Rooster Teeth's Halo. It, it carried Rooster Teeth up and gave them a platform. To yeah. Make. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was basically the first uh, big success of using gameplay footage or sort of to create animation as a way of creating animation i think machinima is really a thing of the past now good riddance <laughs> yeah there's, you don't see it as much anymore i yeah. guess like a lot of people can just animate stuff mm, now yeah um yeah so i mean that's about all i've got have you got anything else on history not really um i know more about like post you know Oh, uh, there's not much to say. We'll do that when my, we get a lot of, Yeah, yeah. Well, look, a lot we'll of my look. history comes from Destiny, but we're not going to talk about that. So. <laughs> we're going to have to compartmentalize Destiny yeah, and you'll like, yeah, stop talking about I, it. Uh, uh, no, I just know, like, post... Yeah. Bungie did 1, 2, 3. And Reach. Reach. Yeah. Um, ODST. Then, mm, yeah. I don't know if they did Wars. <clears throat> I thought I've already dialed it was one. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Actually, 2010 was yeah, the split, so yeah. I'm not sure. And then, yeah, they split and 343 came in and said, hey, this is ours now. Four, five, Halo Wars 2. Yeah, so I looked and there's, I don't know, these are all, I assume some of these are uh, like weird games, like mobile games or something or whatever, but yeah. I I counted 18 games in the 18? Halo series. Yeah, some of them, I mean, that's including ODST, Wars, all this stuff, but also some like weird ones that I'd never heard of. That are probably like mobile games or. Uh, let me. Halo, Halo 2, 3, 4, 5. ODST, Reach. There's an ODST 2, isn't there? No. No? Okay. Um, Spot <laughs> Assault, Halo Wars 1 and 2. Yeah, I had a list. That'll do me. Yeah, I yeah. got it about 10. That's what so. I mean. There's. Yeah, some of them are a bit iffy. I mm. think that included Infinite as well. Oh, okay. If you yeah. didn't count. But. 11, sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's it for history. I think we're going to move on. So if you're, if you don't want to be spoiled on this 19 year old game, <laughs> this is your chance to back out. We're going to be doing spoilers. In years right after this. Yeah, I mean, look, I managed to do it. Maybe you <laughs> want to do it too. Maybe you want to wait another 19 years and play it again. Don't do it then. On the Xbox um, Series 20 or whatever X they call it. Squared. Yeah, X sure. squared. Yeah, maybe you want to play it then. So this is just, yeah, this is it. Uh, we'll be back after this short break and we'll be talking spoilers through the story. Ten years ago, Halo changed the way we play video games. Ten years ago, Halo introduced millions of fans to an incredible new universe and delivered billions of hours of entertainment. That was ten years ago. This is now. The campaign of the decade, remade and remastered. Combined with classic multiplayer maps, enhanced and updated for Xbox Live. 
fully remastered campaign, co-op over Xbox Live, and seven of the greatest multiplayer maps of all time. Halo, it's finished. No, I think we're just getting started. Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary. And we're back on the Past Play Podcast. We are talking Halo Combat Evolved. This is the spoilers time. So, again, we just told you before the break, yeah. but... Watch it, out if you watch don't out. watch uh, this. This game came out in 2001, <laughs> and spoilers are coming. Here we go. Um, so, yeah, basically, the story is broken up into ten missions. Mm-hmm. We'll sort of run through each of them briefly. First one is the Pillar of Autumn. Sir? Right. Let's thaw him out. Okay. Bringing low-level systems online. Cracking the case in 30 seconds. He's hot! Blowing the pins in five! Sorry for the quick thaw, Master Chief. Things are a little hectic right now. The disorientation should pass quickly. Welcome back, sir. We'll have you battle-ready stat. And this is basically tutorial slash... Yeah, mostly tutorial, but... They have the big tutorial section at the start. Where he's like, hey, yeah. Chief, look at these dots. Yeah. Do you like this? <laughs> I thought it was funny, right? You can't, So you come out of the pod and the dude's like, oh, yeah, we've got to do some calibrations of your suit. Fair yeah. enough reason to, to do a tutorial. Yeah. Then you look at the dots, and there's like five sort of arranging across. Yeah. And you do them, and then he's like, "Um, I'm going to invert your looking controls." <laughs> which, which you... just like help. He's like, help "What? <laughs> How can you do this to me? How can you control the way I look?" Um, and then he's like, "Oh, do you prefer the looking controls to be inverted or regular?" No, stop. <laughs> like, no, uh, no one wants them to be inverted. Oh, why would you but play inverted? I just thought it was weird that he's like. In canon, he's like, I'm going to reverse your looking controls. Is that cool? Sorry, Chief. I'm going to screw with your eyes. No. Um, yeah, so you do that. And then, of course, just as you... Well, you already knew you were under attack by the Covenant thanks to the opening cutscene. Thanks um, to Reach, mate. Well, yeah, but Reach didn't exist when this started. Oh, yeah, I guess. They Do they even mention Reach in this game? I doubt it. I don't technically, think so. Yeah, technically, in canon, you, at the end of Reach... You flee to this point. Yes. But they don't mention that in this part. You're just already fleeing from the Covenant. Yeah. So that, which is why Master Chief's being woken up. So after your little tutorial, you get, uh, well, the people that are, uh, trying to teach you get murdered by the Covenant and mm-hmm. you have to, conveniently, they get murdered up there where you, they can't get to yeah, you. You're so you, you're safe because mm-hmm. you don't have a weapon. So, yeah. um, Wait, does he say that line in this game? Is that which what the one? one I need a weapon. No, oh, I don't it. think. No, he didn't oh, say Halo that. Halo Two, Halo. Oh, no, no. Must be Halo. I don't know. I haven't played any of the other ones either. So, <laughs> I played a bit of Halo Reach's campaign, but that's about it. Um, so yeah, you head out to find the bridge, which is a bit of a task. It's a bit of a labyrinth in there in the Pillar of Autumn ship. Yeah. Mm. Um, and you basically, you know, learn to punch people. You learn you to, to shoot j- people. Learn to jump. You learn to jump. Yeah, yeah. Jump over this fall and jump thing. over this. Yeah, jump over this pole. <laughs> um. And you learn about your shields, you know, all this stuff. There's mm. health packs conveniently placed around the world. Mechanics. Yeah, just learning the gameplay. Um, 
And there's a few token covenant there, so it's you know not too mm-hmm. bad. You make so you make it basically to the bridge, and you find Captain Keys, who basically says uh, that Cortana, who is like your AI, was she the reason that Cortana is Cortana, like on your phone? Yes, yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there you go. That's something that Halo did for us. They gave us Cortana. Um, so, Thanks, so, so Cortana. I mean, she could have been called anything, right? But I mean, we already got Siri and Alexa. Didn't yeah, we see? Need Cortana. Well, Microsoft needs something for their phones. I guess, yeah, no, Cortana. It could have been sense. called anything. At least Cortana is a reasonably cool name. Could have called it Solipsis or whatever. Yeah, we could have called. It, we could have called it the uh, Santa, Santa Machine. Holiday or whatever. We could call it the Santa Machine. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you find Cortana basically has like all the info that they, the covenant would need to get to earth or something. Mm. So, uh, you'd like download her into your head and Captain Keys decides to go down with the ship. Yeah. Which I thought meant he was going to die when I, but no, he's just going to land it carefully somewhere else. Yeah. He's just going to crash it somewhere else while Mm. you take a, um, escape pod. So this is, this is probably where you get 50% of the Master Chief dialogue in the game. Which is about he four say lines. Much in this game. No, he says almost nothing, yeah. and so most of the lines he does say are inane pointlessness. He's kind of dumb in this game. He's just an idiot in Halo. Yeah, he's a bit. Of, yeah, he's a bit dumb. Like he I thought. Better. I imagined when I always imagined Halo because, like I said, I never played it. I always thought Master Chief was like super cool guy, but like he's, he's cool. A, he's reasonably cool, but he's a bit of an idiot, and he has oh. nothing to say. Like, oh, you don't need anything to say if you're cool enough. I guess. I mean. The only line I remember is just as you're when you so you have to run to the escape pod mm. and he just goes punch it punch it yeah that's a sick line. <laughs> that's about all he can say <laughs> that's about all he has to say so that's that's the the, uh, the actually the only other line I remember is later on he just goes I don't understand yeah that's basically yeah, sums up yeah, that sums yeah. up Master Chief in this game he's, punch it and I don't understand dumb in this game isn't he yeah so I don't know why I don't know if they just like you know. I feel bad for the guy that was like, hey, we're going to make you the protagonist of this game. You're the voice actor for this protagonist. You're the main character. You're the main character. He's like, oh, yes, this is my big big break. (laughs) Yeah, you have 12 lines. Oh, okay, okay, I guess. He gets gets better. Spark Boy has more lines than you. Oh, 343. Really? There's really only... I mean... Sergeant Johnson says... Does Sergeant Johnson talk much in this one? Uh, Not a heap, but... Well, he does in that um, video you watched. That's what I was going to say... The generic marine in the video that you watch yeah, his video cam, he probably has more yeah, lines probably. than Master Chief, and he's only in the game for five yeah. minutes, and he was already dead when you got there. I mean, it, <sighs> making no references to any other games, your AI companion really does most of the speaking for you, and like, so Cortana is mainly your voice. In Cortana this talks to you most yeah. of the time in this game. Yeah, there is a bit where you're with Sparky Boy. Mm. but yeah apart from that yeah it's mostly Cortana just talks and tells you what to do yeah which I guess is sort of I mean I felt like I feel like silent protagonists were a thing more back then in the you know early 2000s kind of I think the way the thing about making Master Chief mostly silent is that you can you can be Master Chief right yeah I get that like and I get that in like so in like a say an RPG or something like Mm. uh well, not Fallout because you get to make choose make dialogue decisions. But there are plenty of games where you don't say stuff, and the dudes are just like, "Oh, the silent type, eh?" And yeah, and then you yeah. get to be your own thing. But it's like, if you're gonna make if you're gonna do that, just make him silent. Like, 
they gave him like twelve lines. It's like just to prove that he can talk. Yeah, but and if then you don't he give didn't him talk. Any lines, then he has then he has nothing. Like the whole franchise, he's then got nothing. Well, yeah, you can't I build mean, a franchise off a silent guy. Really? Yeah, but is this really the building blocks for one of the biggest characters ever? Yes. Punch it. Punch it. Yes. It tells you everything you need to know about him. He's straight to the point. Punch it, and I don't action. understand. He's, He's an a idiot. man of action, but he doesn't understand a lot. He just, you know, he, he just shoots he things. That's all you need. Yeah, he I gets mean, the job done. I mean, it's a bit like, you know, Doom Guy doesn't talk. Doom but- Guy does not talk. No. But he's... That's what I mean. It's like... I feel like they needed to pick a lane here. Like, if he was going to talk, at least make him talk a lot and make but him Doom iconic. Guy has, Doom Guy has nothing, though. Doom Guy has no... There is no story to Doom Doom Guy's really. coming back now. Yeah, with yeah. New Doom. But he still but, doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything Doom 2016. Yeah, but that's what I mean. See, that game still works, even though he doesn't say anything. Yeah, but you can't have, like... There's no character. You can have a story, sure. But you can't... Doom Guy is just a vessel, right? Yeah, I guess... I just... All I'm saying is, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go one way, you should go all in. Like, yeah, if they were gonna yeah. make him talk, just make him talk. Like, yeah, have conversations with Cortana, like, not just Cortana tells you what to do when you go do it. You don't want him to be like a blabbermouth. Like, well, <laughs> all right, Cortana, what Cortana do is? <laughs> like, Cortana's like Cortana. I'm bored. I don't think he talks in cutscenes. I mean, no, outside of cutscenes, he doesn't talk outside no, of cutscenes no. at all. Like, Cortana never shuts up during the missions, but you don't say anything back. Like, I don't know. It was just something I thought was He's nervous. Weird. He's shy. There you go. I thought he was cool. Yeah, you can be cool and shy at the same time. <laughs> He's cool, shy, and dumb. That's a good combination. <laughs> dumb in both senses of the word. <laughs> He's, He's alright. He's a good guy. Um, okay, so where was I up to? Oh, that was the end. That's the end of the Pillar of Autumn, the first mission. So Did you basically you punch it. Punch it. That's what I. Yeah. That's, that's okay. the end of the mission. You walk through, kill some yeah, ways, you kill, kill some, some You basically backtrack. Punch it. Punch it. The way you came, yeah, and you punch, and you learn how to use your completely pointless flashlight, which you barely ever use, apart from this I first that's mission. That's in the game, eh? yeah. You have a flashlight with mm. a battery, and you barely mm. use it except in this first game, the first mission. Sorry, I don't think it's in any of the other games. It's because they realized it was dumb. Yeah, I mean, use the only reason you might need it later on is because they have such terrible lighting physics, like <laughs> for later, yeah. which we get to now yeah. because. Once you leave the ship, you land on actual Halo itself, mm-hmm. and you discover that the ground is just green texture, and the rocks are just grey texture. I don't know you put up with the. I had to get well, I had graphics. To, I know, I'm, I'm I trying know. to get the. You this know, is a, this is the game yeah. we're reviewing. Um, but it's actually quite a genius feature the uh, the toggle that you can just toggle between oh, so good. Yeah. between the old view and the new view because they didn't change because they didn't change anything actually about the physics of the game all the objects still have the same collision they just rounded they just, they just they, look better yeah they rounded everything and they actually put textures on these blank canvases that mm. were the walls and stuff like the walls of the ship were just blue panel blue panel blue panel yeah. or grey yeah. blue panel sort of thing where they've actually put like you know rivets and things actually on it to give it a reason to exist yeah um, but like the for the time, the textures look fine. Like, I yeah, mean, uh, yeah, you have to look at it in the context. You have to look at it in the context. Though. Yeah, I I am annoyed by the lighting, which I mean, it's just like the first, like this mission on Halo, which is this Halo is the name of the second mission. Mm. Um, you land, and I the only reason I knew it was daytime was because I changed to the other view. Like, I thought it was it was. Dark as it was so dark. Like yeah. I thought it was night time. I I don't remember playing it. Like, I don't remember having many issues with lighting. I mean, not because like it's not that I couldn't see. It's just that yeah. it looked like it was night time because yeah. there was so little light coming in, like to actually light up the ground, sort of thing. Mm. Um. Actually, a side note on that um 
the switching that was actually like a developer thing apparently like oh, they okay. were just using yeah. that to develop okay. the game they're like all right we'll switch here okay this is what this looks like switch back and do it and they're like oh we could just put this in the game that'd be a thing pretty good so yeah i mean it's something that really i think any game that gets remastered should think about it really makes you appreciate if they had have given you just the new one and said here you go here's a new game cool You'd be like, eh, still looks kind of, you know, it's a little yeah. bit ugly. But being able to contrast it with the really ugly, you're like, man, they yeah, the, they yeah. really went hard. It proves that they actually worked yeah, on it. They I mean, Because the thing about these types of games, too, is it's like, uh, if you played this in 2001 and then in 2011 they released this remake and they just gave you the new graphics, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be like, it looked like this yeah, anyway. Because yeah, you, this is how yeah. you remember it. You remember, like, it looking really good. Oh, I went back, yeah. Went back and played Ratchet and Clank a while back. Ugly. Yeah. So ugly. <laughs> yeah, so you... Obviously, everyone dies in your escape pod. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't die on screen, though. You just There's just like a black flash, and then uh, Cortana's like, Oh my god, Chief, you're okay, you're awake. And you're just standing there. like He's got the gel later in his even, suit. Yeah, but you're not even like... She she implies that you were like unconscious and you just got up, but you're just standing there. You're just having a nap. You didn't have to get up you're on just camera. just standing up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, oh, that was the other thing the Master Chief did. I forgot in the when you're in the escape pod, she's like, "Oh, you should probably find a seat, man. We're gonna crash." He's like, "No, nah, it's fine." <laughs> Just stands in the center Ew. of the pod, and I mean, it worked because when you when you spawn in the, the second level, he's standing in the exact yeah. center of the pod, exactly where he was standing. He's he was not moving at all by this crash. Good balance. Um. So, yeah, the objective of this second mission is you basically just um, have to recover the Marines. you got to drive to three separate areas? Yeah, you, well, you yeah. walk to the first one, mm. and then the plane... What is the planes called? Banshees. No, the oh. ones that you have. Oh, the Pelicans. The UNSC plane. Pelicans. Yeah, yeah Pelican rocks up and drops you a Warthog that yeah. you then take to the other two locations to recover more of the troops that have been lost. This is sort of the first open-ish area. And you can technically do the second two in any order, I believe. The second yes. two groups. Yeah. Well, they might actually. Oh no, you might be right. There's three groups after the first. I think. I think. Yeah. Yes. I think there's, yeah, so there's technically there four is. groups because you walk to the first one and then there's three groups that you have to drive to. So yeah, you basically just recover them. The mission. There's a bunch of enemies. There's sort of a lot of uh, generic structures that become a big part of the multiplayer. Like there's that thing that's sort of. It's got, like, an interior, and it's also got ramps on both sides, yeah, and, like, yeah. a big... Yeah, there's a lot of uh, stuff, but it's... Yeah, it's, it's... Is this the biggest map? It's possible. The cartographer map's pretty big. Oh, I And some of the maps in the cartog- later no, ones... No, I think Assault on the Control Room is, like... That map's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, some but of- that's so, a little bit reused, isn't it? Yeah. That one wraps in on itself so much. Some of the... Um, I think in the second or in two betrayals maybe I think there's like there's it's sort of more enclosed than this like yeah. but there is a lot of like you go a long way and you mostly fly it so it's, it doesn't yeah. feel as big yeah. um but yeah so you basically just recover the yeah, the dudes and then you're out and then you go to the third mission which is truth and reconciliation which are either of those the name of the ship what is the name of the ship you get on the covenant ship was just called covenant ship Oh. Hmm. I don't think it has a name. Maybe it doesn't have a name. Is it not called? Maybe it's called Reconciliation, but that sounds like a pretty friendly name for an enemy ship. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, for a Covenant ship too. Mm. Um. So 
you spawn in this mission, you basically, you get on the Pelican at the start of the last mission and you get off it here. You've changed weapons and it's now yes. night time. Yeah. So you have a sniper rifle for some That's what that uh, arbitrary comes in here. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't tell the difference. Truth really. and Reconciliation was a covenant. Oh, that's, oh, it's just, so it's it is, called both. It's okay. Called, yeah, so. Okay. I mean, again, it sounds a bit honorable for uh, your enemy to be naming their well, ship. Well, what are you I saying? Mean, everyone's not, the hero of their own story, they, but they are, yeah, you can't <laughs> demonize them. Yeah, well, I mean, they are the enemy. Although they're almost sympathetic by the end of the they game. They refer to you as demon in like Halo Two onwards because they think, man, screw this Master Chief guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he murdered a bunch of. Dudes. I hate this guy. Although no one would ever know about that, to be fair, because everyone dies by the mm, end. Not the Arbiter. I don't know about that. No, yeah. <laughs> I got no yeah, idea what happens after the end of this game. Yeah, I need to play other games <laughs> to know this. Um, so, yeah, you're in some. You're in technically an arbitrary stealth, but like when I played this, I was playing it with you, and I literally just. It's like they tell you to go up on the ridge to snipe people, yeah, and I took one step on the ridge, and they saw me immediately. Yeah. So it's like it's not like I even did anything. I was slowly walking up there and crouch, and he saw me immediately. Yeah. So it's like. There's not really much stealth going on. Also, okay. neither none of your weapons are silent, so as soon as you fire, that's it. So, I mean, it's not the best stealth. No. No. Yeah. Um, this is also where you find active camouflage for the first time, which is... Okay, yeah. Stealth related. I mean, it's the first time I found it. I, I think it's the first time. <sighs> I didn't it's see it in either right. of the other missions. Um, which basically just lets you backstab people because you're invisible you're invisible yeah which also note they don't actually have the proper backstab animation in Halo 1 like no you can execute people in one hit following it it's just, it's just always a one hit punch in the back yeah. except on Flood but um, yeah in future games you actually do a backstabbing assassinate animation mm-hmm. which is pretty cool yeah Um. so there's not a huge amount here you basically are getting on this sh- getting on the ship the Truth and Reconciliation ship to, like, find Captain Keys, who'd been recovered by the Governor after mm-hmm. he landed his ship somewhere on the ring. Um, yeah, so you, you... This is... It's very... This is another bit where you get lost a lot because it's very samey in the ship. Yes, like, all the corridors yeah. look the same. The mission's broken up into, like, yeah, before ship and then on ship. Mm. And before ship is fine. It's all linear. But then you get on the ship and it's, yeah, all these corridors that all interlink. So, I mean... And there actually are not, a few dead ends. Like. Yeah, it's not difficult to find the way by any means. But it no. is... It's not... Which I, I, I respect it more than just being like, oh, okay, on this ship we only have one path. You oh, yeah, walk. you need to have more than one path. Yeah. But the thing is, they also have a lot of arbitrarily just locked doors, like yes, which yeah. explains that there's other parts of the ship that you're not visiting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of dead ends where like, especially at the end where you're trying to find the captain himself, you're like, you can go into a bunch of different prison areas and none of them are actually the one that yeah, has we him ended in, up in we ended up in separate prison areas, didn't we? Yeah, we ended yeah. up in separate prison areas and I, because I thought I was going the right way because he's like, oh, we need to search him. I got chased by the sword elite and <laughs> it uh, didn't go so well. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you find, you find him and he basically says, he can understand what the Covenant is saying. They do speak English. I've never Sometimes. Heard, I've never heard them do anything but go... Rah! Yeah, they do go... Wop, wop, wop. Like, yeah, like... I mean, I don't know how he decoded that into saying, Halo was a weapon that we, they, we must they, recover. They speak, yeah, I don't know. I've never heard them talk. Give me, give me, a, give me a spin-off game with keys where he learns the <laughs> he learns, language. Yeah, just a, yeah, it's like a spin-off where you have yeah. to learn, learn the language. Um, so he basically tells you that Halo, which is like the whole ring itself, is some sort of weapon and the Covenant want to secure it. Mm-hmm. 
So that sends you off into your next mission, which is the Silent Cartographer, which, despite having played it at least 10 times on the demo, I didn't remember any of it. Um, I mean, it is very, it's very generic. Like, you're just on a beach. It's just Circle Island. It's a Circle Island, yeah. Yeah, and then... But there's like three different er- two or three different areas that have an actual in-depth building that you go in. And yeah, you do go stuff down in. and have to like you're looking for the map that shows you where the control room is for the Halo. Yeah, place. So I mean, there's not much to say here. I mean, it's just uh, generic video game stuff. Like you go down there and then they shut a door, so you have to go back the other way and find somewhere to open the door yeah. and then go down, just to sort of elongate the time until you actually get in there. Um, we did say we were discussing you can actually. I think you can block the door or kill, kill can, the guy that's going to close the door. I saw sure. in a walkthrough that if you bring your car down there and drive it into the doorway, okay. he can't he can't shut it on you. That's pretty funny. So, I mean, I, I feel like it was really tight down there. I don't know how you get your car down there, but apparently you can. Um, yeah, so it's something like that. But it's just sort of, yeah, it's to extend the game a bit longer. And I think, yeah. I, think this, I thought this was the first time we saw Sword Elite. Maybe not. Um, no, he definitely chased me on the ship. Yeah. Oh, there's Stealth Elites. Yes, definitely yeah. in on the ship which are a bit irritating I mean they're not super like they are stealthy but like you can sort of obviously you can see the shimmer yeah as most stealth things are um yeah so you just sort of find the map and then that's it for this mission there's not much to be said yeah find the map get up get out next, mm, mi- next mission leads into assault on the control room which is uh I mean as the, ni- the name of the mission implies you are finding the halo control room and launching but assault the, oh this one is such a it's such a samey mission. It's just yeah. I forgot most of this. The when- bridges all look the same. Mm, oh yeah, there's double bridges everywhere. Yeah, and then the rooms all look identical as well. So you're going, you go in, you circle around these rooms, and then you go out a door, only to end up in a room that looks identical to this. Yeah, and then you're like, mm, was this the? You go around, and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm lost now. Was this the door that I came in? Yeah, or- yeah. <laughs> or like, oh, I have to leave this way? Or yeah, so. I basically, when I was doing my notes for this, I basically forgot this mission and put in all the notes from the following mission because I was so, I just completely forgot yeah. all this. It's so forgettable. And I mean, it's not like this is the only time you go through those exact same rooms. You go through rooms that look exactly the same later on as well. Is this... when? When's the tank bit? Is that... There's a tank in this after? mission, yeah. yeah. There's a tank, the tank. It's the only time you get the tank, isn't it? In this, in this game. Is there not one in um, Two Betrayals? Um, not that I remember. Hmm. Maybe there is, but I didn't write it down. Hmm. But yeah, it's weird. Like they've got all. I mean, I guess obviously they were planning multiplayer as well. But like hmm. some of these vehicles, you barely see. Like, yeah, there's no mongoose in this one either, though. Which is a bit disappointing. In the whole game, I don't think so. I didn't see a mongoose. I mean, the mongoose would be pretty useless anyway. I mean, because. I mean, you do get your generico dudes, but sometimes they give you a warthog and you don't have any dudes with you, and that's yeah. that's one of the most pointless things in Halo, having a warthog without any people to oh, man the gun. It's a good battering ram. Yeah, it's a good battering ram, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah, so it's very... Yeah, this one's long, but it's very generic. Just yeah. you're heading through the snow, you're heading through the buildings, same areas, and you eventually get there, and then I've written Cortana tells you to find keys. I'm not sure yes. why. Oh, she tells you, she tells you, this is where she tells you a bunch of stuff and you go, I don't understand. Yeah. And then she just tells you there's no time to explain, you must leave. You must find keys and... But then you don't find keys. What's you keys go, currently doing? I don't know. He just told you oh. to go find Halo and then that was about it. Something with the flood? He's currently being murdered by the flood probably, yeah. but um, 
I don't know why. Yeah, but you go the next mission. You don't find keys. You find Sparky Boy instead. Yes. Well, I, I mean, keys was there. Yeah. Was he? He was, was in he the cutscene. Was he with the with key in the cutscene? Was he? Oh, because with... he just rocks up and he's just like, "Hey, dude, don't run away." Oh, I missed that part. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Well, maybe I didn't, and I just. Oh yeah, is he talking in the plane? Is he the one that's talking and not in the plane? Because it starts in the plane, remember, and then before you fast forward the first time. No, isn't that Sergeant Johnson? I thought they were both talking. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. Yeah. So the Sultan control room. Eh. I, I, average mission. Long, winding. It's filler right. mission. Yeah. Um. Because I mean, you could they could have just decided to put the control room at the bottom of the Sultan cartographer bit. Really. Yeah. There was enough stuff yeah, going on you there. Could have. Mm. Um. Then we got three four three guilty spark, which I don't know why it's called that. That's what that's confuses because me. Because he rocks up at the end. He comes at the end. Yeah. You've also got to do with any of these things. No, 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 I get that bit. Hmm. But why is he called... He's not run re- called 343 Guilty Spark in the game. Is he not? I don't think so. They, they call, call him the Sparky. monitor most of the time. They call him yeah, the monitor a, throughout the monitor, game. But he is... His name is 343 Guilty Spark. Yeah, but I don't think that's ever said in the game. Doesn't he introduce himself oh, like he that? Might. Like, I am 343 Guilty Spark. Greetings. I am the monitor of Installation 04. I am 343 Guilty Spark. Someone has released the flood. My function is to prevent it from leaving this installation, but I require your assistance. Oh, this way. Oh, maybe once I think at the said, end. I think he's, yeah. But everyone just calls him the monitor throughout. Yeah. I don't know. And why 343? Because there's a billion others. Also, why guilty? Foreshadowing? Who knows? <laughs> well, mm. Hello, Hello 3 spoilers? I don't know. <laughs> Look, these are yeah. These are probably. I'm sure there's plenty of people going like, "Oh my god, how do you not know you, about you this?" You kill him in Halo Three. That's a spoiler. You kill Guilty Spark in Halo Three. Oh there my you go. god! Yes. <laughs> I didn't I'm know sorry. we were spoiling other games. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, this one's sort of a weird pseudo horror mission. Yeah, I'd call it because yeah. you're like you're heading in, and there's a bunch of murdered people everywhere, and then you have to watch Man, like what's going on. Then you you basically watch found footage. Except like you're really good at fast house. forwarding. To yeah, the you're really good at fast forwarding because you like listen to you listen to some dialogue, and then you fast forward to the next perfectly mm-hmm. like interesting point through yeah. everything else immediately. He doesn't rewind at all. He doesn't yeah. miss any words. Yeah, he's he just, just like, fast forward right to the start of the next scene. So you do that a couple of times, and then you find out that they all got murdered by flood, which are basically like I don't know tree people or zombies. Yeah, but they're all green, just like they've been infected parasite by parasite zombies. Yeah, I guess parasites. Yeah, it's probably more accurate. Yeah. But I guess because they're in a swamp, I mean, we think they're tree people, but... Tree people? Like, obviously they're, like, zombie-type deal, but they're, like... They're just, like... Tree people. No. (laughs) That's how I I read it. They're tree people. I I mean, everyone interprets art in their own way, I suppose. Yeah. It's it's open to me. Um, Yeah, so they're called the Flood, because they flood at you. Sure. There's a few different. There's a few different units of them. There's like little tiny guys who. There's the little bug like ones no that damage. infect you, and then there's they the actual. You? Yeah, they they what turn? Yeah, but they can't affect you, can they? Like no, Master you, Chief. No, no you Master Generally, Chief do not. They can affect general people. Yeah. No, no, but like I thought maybe if they like hit you when you had no shield, you could like start to lose health or something. You think this game's fancy enough for that? No, that's what I thought. They're pretty pointless. Like they just. <laughs> Take it. They take the minusculest amount of oh, shield yeah. if they hit you. I mean, they come in a bit of a swarm, but also if you like shoot one, they'll all explode they just all and pop. Yeah, yeah. Um, chain reaction it, and then there's sort of like 
just generic punch and in this at this point there's only punch and dudes. I think there's many with guns. Maybe at the end of this mission there's a few with guns. I think the 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 infected elites punch and the infected uh UNSC shoot shoot. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, so you you go down to this facility, you find the flood, you leave this facility, and you head into the swamp and you find Sparky Boy. Why do you keep calling him? Because I because I don't want to call him the monitor. That sounds boring. I will call him three. I will call him Guilty Spark. Yeah, Sparky Boy is his name. Um. So the next one's the library, which is the worst mission oh in the game. Oh my god! So on in the Master Chief collection, <laughs> oh and each god. each mission gives you a part time. A part time, which is a, I mean a poor I think, recommendation. I think we need to um have a bit of a chat with. 343 Industries yeah, about the definition a, of par. If you're playing on easy and you just leg it through the whole damn level, you might you'll be in that this time. time. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's not what I call par. See, par is mm. par is a term for average. So, yeah. like, mm-hmm. what they're basically telling me is if I don't do it in this time, I'm below average. Yes. If you play this on, like, any difficulty above normal or easy, you are an idiot and you'll never beat this song. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's not good, this mission. You basically, you wander again, lots of identical corridors following Sparkman. This one goes forever. It goes for ages, you follow Sparkman. Flood are everywhere. Mm. You have no backup most of the time. You randomly, arbitrarily have sentinels that shoot for you. But they leave half the time and you've got, like, literally just flood coming from everywhere, mostly infinitely respawning. Yes. It's bad. It's not a fun mission. No, it sucked. I died so many times on this mission. Yeah. Well, not so well. I only played on normal, but like, I died a lot of times. And I'll actually, I'll tell you why in the next mission because it was even more irritating to me in the next mission. Oh, no. The reason I, that I died. When I did my playthrough, I think I, I might have, I don't know. I did it on heroic or legendary. There's an achievement for like finish the library without dying on heroic or legendary. Huh. I got near the end and then like died and. Hmm. Yeah. This is the worst mission. I I died a lot of times. Um, But basically, the story of this mission is that the library... Is it the library or is it the whole of Halo? I think it's just the library. That's the facility that's supposed to contain and study the flood for some reason because people love to study infectious diseases. Is the library the host to the... um, That key thing? Yeah, yeah, that's where you go. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah, Yeah. you went... The whole reason you went in there was to get the um, the key that activates the control room so you can... Uh, the, I don't know, it's an orb of some description, I believe. No, it's, no, it is called a key. It's something, it started with P, I was my number, it's become to me, but. Nope. No, I don't know what it's called, uh, but it's like a key that you put into the control panel yeah. to activate the thing, to activate the halo defenses right. to yeah. kill. He tells you it's to activate the defenses to kill the flood. Mm, mm. I bet he does. Yeah. Mm. Guilty ass spark. Guilty spark, spark man. Um, so. Yeah, that's about all you do. He, he he slowly explains this to you while also just, like, leaving most of the time to let yeah. you fight the flood. He's like, you get to a door and he's like, all right, I'll be back later. You you know, you just stay here until I come back. Okay, bye. And, yeah, so it's bad. Bad mission. Not a good one. Next mission is called Two Betrayals. I'm going to look like an idiot here again. Mm-hmm. Sparky Boy's the first betrayal. Mm-hmm. What's the second? Um, it's called two betrayals. Like, what I couldn't think of mission? another betrayal. So, okay. So you start off, you go to the console, look this up, and I'm you curious. go to put the key into the console. 
You have no idea how this ring works, do you? Why the Forerunners built it? Halo doesn't kill Flood, it kills their food. Humans, Covenant, whatever. We're all equally edible. The only way to stop the Flood is to starve them to death. And that's exactly what Halo is designed to do. Wipe the galaxy clean of all sentient life. You don't believe me? Ask him. Is it true? More or less. Technically, this installation spouse has a maximum effective radius of 25,000 light years. But once the others follow suit, this galaxy will be quite devoid of life. Or at least any life with sufficient biomass to sustain the flood. But you already knew that. I mean, how couldn't you? Left out that little detail, did he? We have followed outbreak containment procedure to the letter. You were with me each step of the way as we managed this crisis. Chief, I'm picking up movement. Why would you hesitate to do what you've already done? We need to go right now. Last time you asked me if it were my choice, would I do it? Having had considerable time to ponder this query, my answer has not changed. There is no choice. We must activate the ring. Get us out of here. If you are unwilling to help, I will simply find another. Still, I must have the index. Give your construct to me, or I will be forced to take it from you. That's not going to happen. So be it. Save his head. Dispose of the rest. And you go to do it, and then somehow Cortana has it in her hand because she's well, she's in the previous mission when you let you left her in the control room to do all this stuff, and she's like inside the AI of it. So she somehow picks up the virtual key and now has it like in her hand, even though she's an AI. Mm. Um, And then Spike Man's like, "Oh no, what are you doing? You got to activate the thing." And then she's like, "Well, what actually he didn't tell you you are lying is that (laughs) the this the activating Halo will kill the flood." By killing all their food source, which is every living thing in the galaxy. Oh, the two betrayals are... The Chief betrays Guilty Spark and Spark betrays the Chief. What? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. That's so dumb. <laughs> Spark is like, nah, man, do it, trust me. And Chief's like, nah, I don't want to be the Reclaimer. I will not accept this mantle. What? Screw no, you. but he, the Chief's like, okay, puts the thing in the console, and Cortana's like... Hell no, you're going to kill everyone. That's and he's like, I don't Chief understand. Is, that's because Chief is dumb. He's... Yeah, but he didn't betray him at all. He did exactly what he said. And I then Katana... know, man. The hello.bungie.net forums just told me. <laughs> that it's... I think this is a poorly named mission. There is only one betrayal, in well, my opinion. It's, you can't the have... mission doesn't sound as cool if you if just one call it one be... betrayal. <laughs> it's called betrayal. Like, oh, okay. If one person betrays the other, then you can't then also have the betrayee then also betray the betrayer. They were both... like, yeah, It all happened can. at the same... You could if it was like one betrayed the other, then they became friends again, then the other one betrayed him back. But it just happened at the exact same time. Like it was the same action that betra- that caused both of these betrayals. Apparently, if you if someone like went to shoot you, but you'd like already filled the gun with like a gag, that's two betrayals, right? They're no, trying not, to kill you, but you've pranked them. That's not really two betrayals. I'd because say you've you're just you're actually okay. What if you tell them you didn't betray them because you were right? What to if do you that? tell them, hey, I want to die. I want you to kill me, and then they want to, and they're like, all right, sick. Oh, and nothing. That's two betrayals. I mean, yeah, but isn't that still only one betrayal? Wait, are they killing you because they want to betray you? But if yes. they kill you because they told you, because you told them to, then that's not a betrayal. They're doing what you asked. 
What if they hear this information from a third party? <laughs> Three. No, what they would have. What they would have to do is is want to kill you anyway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine but then that. you'd have to. But I don't know. Two betrayals. Anyway, well, uh, yeah, let's move on from the two betrayals. <laughs> so anyway, Guilty Spark's a liar. Yeah, he betrayed you once. Yes, and, and then you betrayed. No, you didn't him. betray him. Oh. Um, and then you try and kill him. I mean, I think he actually says to you, "Oh my god, you betrayed me!" But it's like that sounds right. He's yeah. he's he's an evil guy. Like you, you don't didn't actually betray him. Um. So my next dot point after Spark Boy betrays you is lots of dying. Because that was me. Lots of dying. And this is where I'll tell you why I died a lot of times yeah, in the previous curious, mission. Yeah. And a lot of times in this mission. Rocket launcher flood. There oh, are flood yeah, that have rocket launchers right, that just immediately thing. kill you in one hit. It that. is the stupidest thing in the yeah, entire game. Forgot about that. You'd go through all this. You kill a bunch of dudes. And then a rocket launcher flood just walks around the corner. One shots you immediately. Bit stupid. It's dumb. Bit dumb. Um... But this is two betrayals. This still. is two betrayals, yeah. yes. So basically what you're doing here is you're just... Again, there's a lot of sameness. You go into these circle rooms again, but you're trying to, like, deactivate three uh, reactors or something of some description. Pulse generators, I believe yeah, they're called. Yeah, Which, I'm not exactly sure why you're doing this. I, forgot. I think it's something to do with his plan. He was trying to activate it anyway. Spark Man is trying to activate... Right. The, he's trying to activate Halo anyway, and you're trying to take away his power source. Hmm. Or something of that description. So you basically, there's a lot of banshee flying around. There's a lot of dying to rocket launcher flood, as I mentioned. There's a lot of. I think this is the first time you see flood and covenant fighting each other. Yes. Which is a lot of this mission yeah. is you. A lot of this mission is you rocking up as the third party into a already happening. They fight. don't fight in the guilty spark level, do they? Oh, uh, they do. They do. No, is there any? There is a bit. There's one oh, there. there's a little bit. Well, yeah. yeah, this is a lot of covenant. Oh yeah, there is a little bit. You're right. There's yeah. This is basically every fight as you rock up, and there's Covenant and Flood fighting each other. Yeah. Um, and I believe at the end of this mission is when you find out that the Covenant want to leave, but they one of their ships has crashed, and they're afraid that the Flood will be able to get it working. I mean, I don't think the Flood is fast enough, smart enough to get anything working, but the Flood have a grave mind. Hmm. Or a hive mind. Yeah, which yeah. Which tells them what to do. So it's... Yeah, so they're afraid that they're going to get it working and leave. So yeah. they're trying to kill them all and then leave themselves. The Covenant are trying to do that. Yeah. So, which sort of, to me, makes the Covenant a little bit more sympathetic. In yeah. that they, they actually don't care about you that much. They just wanted, they wanted to leave. But um, they want to kill the Flood first. Like, they don't want to let the Flood out. No. Yeah, because, I mean, the flight are a problem for them, too. Yeah, the flight are a problem for everyone. So, but, like, I mean, they do want to kill you, but the it's, covenant, a, it's a the secondary covenant goal. Are good. Um, they're fine. Another spoiler, you end up working with the elites in, like, Halo 3. Like, so yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's cool. what I mean. I guess they're setting that up here, that you, they're sort of not out-and-out out evil. No. Um, so... Yeah, you basically take... You fly a bunch of Banshees around. You go to all these different places... There's a lot more bridges. There's a lot more circular rooms. Yes, yeah. And you deactivate these things. There's a slight gimmick with these generators, which is when you stand next to them, your shield goes down, but it basically automatically regenerates almost immediately. Mm -hmm. So it's also like, you know, doesn't really matter that much. Um, Yeah, and that's the end. And then at the end, Cortana's like, we need to get keys for some reason. So I'm going to teleport you away, but... You know, it may kill you or something. Like, I'm, I'm not really sure 
how to do it properly. So we should only do it one time. Otherwise, we're into- that's just so you can't teleport everywhere, yeah, yeah. which is just you would it would be useful later yeah, on. So she teleports you once, and then you end up you arrive on the truth and reconciliation yes. again, yeah. upside down because she's bad at teleporting, and you fall into the ground. Um, and I called this filler mission because you arrive on the ship. Key says, don't come for me in like, yeah. really, he goes, don't come for me, like yeah. in really weak. And you're like, screw it, I'm coming anyway. But you don't actually say that because you don't talk during in-game. You'd probably just say, punch it. Punch it. Cortana says, screw it, I'm coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see a dude and you're like, punch it. Punch it. <laughs> That's what I need to do. And then, um, does anything happen? You find keys at the end. You basically just want, no, you just wander through the ship that you've already been through once because yeah. they're recycling levels. Yeah. And you get to one of the rooms and keys was quite right to tell you not to come because he's been turned into like a flood. He's flood monster he's now. He's been flood monstered. And then he's he, not really, he's not like a monster that attacks you. He's just sort of like strung he's up. He's becoming flood or something. He's strung up. He's got a massive thing. He's bigger than any flood you've seen, which is yeah. a massive like. He's just like a thing. wall of crap. Yeah. And then Chief says to himself, punch it. Punch it. Punch and it. And he, he, and he punches, punches his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was in a cutscene, but he still didn't say it. Oh. He's, he was. He doesn't have any. He didn't get any lines in that cutscene. He, he knew what though. He knew what was. Yeah, happening. he knew he had to punch it. Punch it. Yeah. Um. And then we're on to. So you then you basically backtrack all the way back out of the ship again, mm-hmm. and you're on to the last mission. The more. Yeah. This Actually, is the best mission. This is the best I love mission. This mission. I was just, I was just following up on the last mission. You conveniently like you head to the hangar bay, and conveniently two banshees rock up and land next to you. Pretty convenient. <laughs> so you you kill Pretty both the dudes and then steal one. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't know what your plan was to get out otherwise, but... Run. Yeah. Run is... I think it's in space still, isn't it? Oh, he's got the gel armor. Like, oh, yeah. just jump. Um, yeah, does he? In Halo 3, he jumps and lands on Earth from a ship. He, yeah, he can't do that in this, this suit, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's the same suit, oh, really. okay. Well, it's I thought they might the upgrade same. it. Oh. Um, yeah, the more, the last mission, which is, again, mostly recycled level... Because you're mostly on the ship again. Yeah, not as much. Not the Truth and Reconciliation, to be clear. The Pillar of Autumn, which yeah, is the yeah. your ship. Yeah. Because um, her last plan now is to destroy the entire Halo Blow itself. up the Pillar of Autumn. Blow, we'll blow yeah. up Halo, which will, like, everything. So, yeah, you basically, you head to the you head to the bridge first. Again, this is a lot like the cartographer where you get, there's arbitrary things get in your way. So you head to the bridge first and you're about to do it and Sparkman turns up. Yeah. And he's like, hell no, and deactivates it. And then, so you then have to go to the engines and just deactivate them manually. That's a bit painful. Yeah, so you have to walk all the way to engineering. I hated deactivating them manually. Yeah. It was crap. Because mm-hmm. you have to climb up this thing. Grenades, and then shoot. you have to throw a grenade in the vent. Yeah. But the vent does not not accept grenades. It's not... It's not. No. You can throw a grenade right on that vent and yeah. it will not blow it up. Not great. And then during this, Cortana just offhandedly said to me, oh, if you run out of grenades, there's some grenades here in this place. And I'm like, what place? What? Where? <laughs> She's like, there's some grenades in the armory or something, which... Maybe you had to leave all of engineering to do that, to find that spot. But I thought it was just somewhere in the area. So I wandered around everywhere. I couldn't find any. So I just kept killing people until they dropped more grenades. Yeah. Because this one's painful. This bit is painful, but the end of the level more than makes up for it. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time climbing up and down stairs, falling off, Mm -hmm. um, throwing grenades at stuff and failing. Like, it was not good. But 
I mean, I wasn't that. Well, at least I wasn't threatened with death that much. No. This part. I mean, no. there's a, there's token flood attacking you. I think. Yeah, I think but, so. And maybe a few covenant. No, mostly flood. But yeah, and that's about it. And then, so you do that, and then you basically leg it for the. She tells you you have 15 minutes to get out. You probably have less than that because when you get to the. Uh, I guess it's the garage or whatever, where there's like a bunch of war dogs. Yeah. She tells you only have six minutes, which doesn't take nine minutes to get there. But yeah, she tells you have six minutes, and then you get an actual counter on your screen, mm-hmm. and you have six minutes to drive your warthog. Warthog bit, baby. Yeah, this the, is the best bit good. of the whole game. Yeah, the best <laughs> bit about the warthog, like, is just driving past people. Like, you, you can't kill people very well with a warthog on your own, but you can. It's cool to drive past people while they're shooting at you. Driving through this whole bit with the music in the background is the best bit of this game. Nothing beats this bit. Yeah, we haven't talked about the music. It's sort oh of... Oh, my God. It's good. It's sort of a bit... It's whimsical. I wouldn't say it's whimsical. I'd say it's oh, whimsical. It, what, this bit or the whole thing? I, okay, well, sometimes it's whimsical. Sometimes it's like... Bah, 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 and it's just yeah, it's, beautiful. It's, it's very dramatic. It's sort of... Yeah, it's it's got a uplifting yeah. uh, Ariadic quality at some points where they sort of, you know, like the... Oh, yeah. That's not bad. Thank you, Marty yeah. O'Donnell. Thank yeah. you. As I saw something about him as well that he he had to make he made each song have like really long starts and ends and like bits where you can interchange it so they can change the melody Depending at certain on, points yeah. but it'll still flow. Yeah, which is good and like the intensity if they wanted to make it more intense for more like you know certain bits or just be a bit more chill. Um, yeah, so you've got the music blaring. You're driving the warthog. You got six minutes. You make it pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, I had like two and a half minutes left, I think, when I got to the point where the pelican's supposed to pick you up. But you get... And so I thought, oh, this is pretty chill. I made this pretty easy. But you get there, the pelican comes to get you, and gets, I think, shot down by banshees. Something destroys yeah. it. Yes. No, it is banshees. Yeah. It gets destroyed, and then, like... So I'd already got out of my car. I was, like, getting ready to get picked up. <laughs> and then... Because, of course, like I said, I didn't know how this game ends. And so, um, uh, Cortana's like, oh, my God, we're going to keep driving. Oh, there's a thing. Oh, we got to go to this. There's just a plane for some yeah, reason that's, like, heavy, one, further on. Yeah. There's one plane left further yeah. on that's... Are you even... Are you still on the ship at this point? Or yes. where are you? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a big ship. Pillar of Autumn's huge, man. Yeah, I guess. It was just a weird place to put a garage, like, in the middle of the ship. Oh, look, man. This is the future. This is, like, like year 2552. Like, yeah, this is this is our bit where we drive our cars because it's really open and you can actually drive yeah, our cars. It's a practice. Yeah. you got to practice. So, you continue driving your car, and I think I made this bit with, like, 30 seconds left. You get there. There's a point where you have to get out of the car and run the last yeah, 100 meters. the last leg. And there's a few days to fight, but... So, you get in the ship. You take off. The whole payload blows up. See a look. Did anyone else make it? Scanning. Dust and echoes. We're all that's left. We did what we had to do for Earth. An entire Covenant armada obliterated, and the Flood. We had no choice. 
That's the end of the series highlight. No more Halos. Yeah, no, Halo's done. That was uh, the end of Halo. You, you were just memeing when you were talking about I've Halo 3. Never, yeah. It doesn't exist. That's my fan fiction. You know, yeah. We'll, uh, yeah. we'll touch on that later. Yeah, there's no Halo's gone, so clearly there can't be any more The Halo's exploded. Halo. Uh, Master Chief actually dies at the end. Yeah. Of old age. That's the Yeah, of old age. He, it's just him and, yeah, him and Cortana on a ship yeah. until he dies of old yeah. age. Um, so, yeah, it's just, you, these are the only two left alive apparently at the end of this game you've already told me that's not true but apparently everyone survived Diablo survived they do a bit of retconning Johnson Um, survives Sparkman survived apparently yeah I mean it's just like Johnson the Arbiter and uh yeah 343 Guilty Spark the problem is that all three of these people are on different uh, different armies so they'd all have to find individual ways to get away yeah yes well can we there is a if you finish the game on Legendary, there's like a like an Easter egg scene where Johnson's hugging an elite at the end. He's like, <laughs> I need to get you to look it up. But he's like, <laughs> the ship, everything's like about to explode and Johnson's like fighting this elite with his fists or something. And then they see it's exploding. He's like, hold me, man. <laughs> but how did he survive that? Because they retcon it. They're like, oh yeah, Johnson got off his own way. Oh, okay, so that didn't actually. That's not canon. It's not canon. That no, scene. No, okay. No, not, yeah. Yeah. Right. Because I was like, I was thinking like, yeah. he used the lead to shield himself from the explosion no, of the entire just... planet. <laughs> like, what did he do? No, apparently he also got off at some stage too. Who knows? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was. I didn't realize that um, Pelican Lady was going to die because she's been with you the whole time. She was with you the whole time, like oh her, yeah. Uh, she was with you the whole time. Does she have and a she name? Sort of, no, but she also had like the fourth most lines in the game. Wait, who's Fohammer? Oh, she she's Fohammer? called Fohammer. Yeah, yeah. that's what the plan, the plane's yeah. called. I thought, but yeah, yeah. So she dies. I, she has like the fourth most lines in the game, really, behind Spark Boy. She almost has as many as Johnson, really. Or Keys, Keys, I guess. Keys, Keys would be third, and then Johnson and her fourth ish. Yeah. But she still has more lines than Master Chief, so it's like you know, Look, he's this is an important character dying. Type, this is an important death. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you and Cortana are the only survivors in air quotes, mm. and then the credits roll. Fantastic game, beautiful. Thank mm. you, thank you, Bungie. Yeah, it was. Again, as I said, I wasn't like crazy impressed when I played it, but taking into account the time period, it's like, yeah, yeah, it. it I can understand why it was so good. I mean, I'm not a Halo guy. That's not really my thing, but... I love Halo. God, I yeah, love I can understand why it's so big. Yeah. Um. All right. Are there any any final thoughts? Final or, thoughts? Uh, or ratings? Have you got a rating oh, I do have a rating, yeah. Uh, I'll rate this game. Halo Combat Evolved, I will rate... 322 I can see where this is going yeah uh, Guilty Sparks out of uh, 343 Guilty Sparks Sparks. (laughs) yeah I saw that coming Um, 
I mean, again, it's hard for me. I, personally, I got to say, like, I know it's a better game than this, but I'm going to give it an eight out of ten, which I think is that's what fair. I gave. No, I think that's fair. Which is thing I what I what I gave the Outer Worlds last last yeah. time, but yeah, I mean, it just isn't my perfect game. Um, I do have a new, slightly new segment, which is what it got on Metacritic. Oh yeah, which is ninety seven. Fair. Ninety seven percent based on sixty eight reviews from critics on Metacritic. I saw a lot. I don't know how old Metacritic is. I'm assuming it was around in 2001. It must have been. Because I saw a lot of reviews saying, so. yeah. you know, this has changed first-person shooters. This yeah. is this has changed, you know... You don't have, like, the is... results for the other Halo games? I'd be interested to see what... Uh, I haven't got them on me. But other Halos. Yeah, if you want to have I'll a look, I will stall for time. Okay, you um, Yeah, I mean... Because, uh, yeah, there was a lot of saying, you know, this is, this is like, the new thing in console gaming. Like, uh... There was a lot of... I saw a thing before this. There was, wasn't was many first-person shooters on console. Like, it was a it was a revolution to have movement and looking on two different... On both different analog sticks. Mm. Like, which I think actually had a... Did the original Xbox only have a gamepad and not a analog stick on the left? But... No? Oh. I don't know. I saw something saying they had to optimize it for the gamepad. Mm. But... Oh, anyway. Uh, Metacritic scores. Halo Reach, 91. Mm. Uh... Halo 2, 95. Halo 3, 94. Uh, Halo 4, 87. And Halo 5, 84. Mm. So, so they've been... Really, it's been... It's consistently steady good. decline. But yeah, yeah, consistently good. Though. It's consistently good, yes. I mean, I have saw a lot of things that are saying Halo 2 is better than Halo 1, but I think... Dual wielding, mate. That's what yeah, it's about. Dual wielding. Yeah. I think that from where we were, which was we had nothing, mm-hmm. like, this was the biggest... Revelation. Halo 2 was like, it was better than Halo 1, mate. Well, again, this is me saying something without playing it. Like, what's the word I'm looking for? Impact? Like, societal impact, I suppose? Mm. Halo 1 bigger than Halo 2. Yeah, like, as I was saying, like, you might go, yeah, Halo 2 is better than Halo 1, but Halo 1 was like, when you played it, you're like, oh my god, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. When Halo 2, you're just like, "Mm, yeah, I think this is a bit better, but. But at that stage, it's also like, you know, like, you've already played Halo 1. It's not revolutionary or anything. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's a fantastic game. And the thing is, like I said, I'm assuming most of these reviews, based on the little quotes that were there, were done in 2001. Yeah. And this was, yeah. like, yeah, a revolution of what shooters can be and what everything can, like, gaming can be. Yeah. And as I said, it basically, it carried a console. Yeah. yeah. Or basically, is, it's carried, it's carried it's Xbox. It's still carrying. Yeah, well, it's still yeah. carrying it has a bit of help now, but it's still carrying... These gears and fours are like the Yeah, three... that are the three pillars of, of Xbox. Yeah. And this one is the number one pillar. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, unless that's... you've got anything else to say... No, I, I think I already said thank you to uh, Marty O'Donnell for music. Yeah, for the music. Because yeah. everyone knows the Halo theme. Everyone knows it. You know mm. it. If you yeah. don't, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? I gave my rating... I love Halo. I checked my game stats for the Master Chief Collection. Guess how many days I put into it? Ooh. 30. Oh, no. That's a non- That's no, too many. You overshot, yeah. Oh, 12, I overshot. 12. Yeah, I went 2K. Yeah, 12. About <laughs> 300 mean, hours or so. I think my, like, highest game I've played, like, for almost that many days, which is probably Rainbow Six Siege. But... Yeah, just... Yeah, that's a game... Yeah, that's... 60-ish days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so, you see, Bungie, mate. I love Bungie. <laughs> yeah, but... uh 
Yeah, I mean, I guess there's not as much replayability in Master Chief Collection as there is in Destiny or something like that. But, yeah, like, yeah. there's a lot of content there, but you can't keep playing it to stack up that big amount. No, there's no, so, there's not an end game in a campaign yeah. game like this, right? Mm. Like, I think, so I think really it probably took me eight to nine hours, I'd say, if I had to fair. guess how long yeah. it took me. The part-time is about three and a half hours, yeah, according yeah, to the yeah, game. The yeah. part-time. Yeah. Fin- finish this, you know, in one sitting. Yeah. <laughs> It took me. It took me um, about three and a half hours just to do the last four missions. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. Because of my number one, because of my constant deaths to yeah, rocket, r- rocket flood, yeah, rocket flood, rocket yeah. flood. But yeah, or like you know something stupid like uh, getting hit by a banshee after you shot it down. That does happen. Yeah, because they fly straight at you. So if you shoot them down, yeah, you're in trouble. It happens. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that's about it. We only have to say so. Mm-hmm. You know, do all the things that people do for podcasts, yep. like, like us, comment. whatever. We we, we may or may not have social media at this point. Who knows? It's possible. Sure. Yeah. We still haven't. We're still pre-launch here, obviously. There'll be a link or something, I'd imagine. Yeah, I'll put if all the stuff you need to know will be in the description when we mm-hmm. launch. Um, and apart from that, that's it. I've been yep. Matthew. And I'm Ben. And this has been the Past Play Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.